T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to a special edition of WWL's Fans in the Pro Live at Rouse's Markets 2900 Veterans is brought to you by Coca-Cola, Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the New Orleans Saints for the holidays, Shop Rouse's Markets for all of your holiday parties that's happening this time of year. Be careful out down the road. It is cold, and uh, it's going to get colder, so be careful when you're driving. they got a lot of traffic out, people trying to do some late shopping. Uh, so be careful out on the streets. I want to wish a happy birthday to an old friend of ours, Mr. Dave Hilbert from the Silver Slipper. Uh, Dave turns 29 for the 33rd best time, I guess. So uh, I, I know Dave's listening. So, Dave, uh, happy birthday to you, brother. I hope you see a lot more and uh, uh, keep everything uh, calm and uh, corrected for when Bobby J and I go back Monday night. But uh, want to wish Mr. Dave uh, Hilbert a, a happy birthday. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, hopefully, uh, when we go back to the Silver Sliver Monday night, we're talking about a Saints win. I hope so. Uh, no, I, I, I still, hope so. I still want the light at the end of the tunnel of hope instead of the light at the end of the tunnel. Being the train. And, and the train just ran you over. <laughs> you know, because we got to win. Uh, the bottom line it is this simple. Right now, you know, mathematically try to figure everything out. All I know is you're going to watch tomorrow because who realistically thinks right now? Now, the, the Bucks have been, uh, you know, backslidden, so to speak. Uh, but do you think they're going <coughs> to lose to the Cardinals and make sorry? Hell so, no, they ain't so, losing so to no, no Cardinals. So I'm thinking the Bucks are going to win, so then we have to win. And then we'll see what happens the last two weeks. You know, uh, they're going to – Division game, they're going to have to play uh, the Panthers and uh, the Falcons. You know, I think the Falcons beat Tampa Bay early in the year. I'm almost sure off the top of my head. I, I think uh, I, I got to look that up. But I'm almost sure Atlanta already beat Tampa Bay. Now, that you know how we swept uh, the Falcons? Who, who, I don't think so. Well, well, well who beat uh, Tampa Bay? Didn't, they're not undefeated in the division. Was Carolina who beat them? They, 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 I, I don't think it was Atlanta. I'll put it to well, you that way. Well, 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 was it Carolina, though? Uh, I'm trying to – we're talking to Charlie also. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, because they beat, they beat the Falcons 21-15. Okay, I don't think they're undefeated in the division, though. Because they beat the Saints twice, and they beat, they beat uh, Atlanta. Uh, I'm well, not sure about what Bucks happened in Carolina. The Panthers 21-3 in October. Yeah, 21-3. Th- uh, oh, the, the Panthers put it to them, what was that, 21-3? 21-3. So they got to play them again. Yeah. The first time the Bucks played uh, the Falcons, it was 21-15. That was that terrible roughing the passer call on Grady yes. Jarrett where you landed on Tom Brady. And that end, Remember the toward the end of the game with oh, Grady. That, that, how can you – they're just taking up for Tom Brady. That, that, that's a bogus penalty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so that's – why, but I mean, 
That's why we got to win. Then you uh, go Yeah, you're there. forced to win now because one loss to see, uh, When we play Philadelphia, uh, you know. Uh, if Jalen is going to play. Or they, but Gardner Minshew for a couple games, I'm telling you, with that surrounding cast, Bob, they're not going to lose much. I'm just telling you. Gardner can still play. Well, well, to show you uh, the, the, the New Year connection, do you know when uh, after we play Cleveland, uh, you know, to start uh, the 2023 New Year, the Saints play the Eagles on January the 1st. <laughs> Guess what? The Pelicans play the 76ers on January the 2nd. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so here we got, here we got, well, we all against Philly. We got against the Eagles and the 76ers. And, and, and last uh, night, uh, Bob, uh, they, you know, they had got on the side. Speaking snide, of the Pelicans, But, yeah. man, CJ, 40 points, uh, eight boards. Uh, man, he, he was terrific last night. Yeah, if you look at that, New Orleans beat San Antonio. Uh, we needed to take care of business in the Smoothie King Center, 126 to 117. And uh, we all know uh, that Zion, uh, I think it's probably COVID. I don't know. They say health, health and safety uh, protocols. Yeah, well, that's uh, what it is. So why don't they just say COVID? It's probably, I mean, I mean, well, but I don't know. It's politically correct, however that goes about. But Zion didn't play because he was sick. Brand, Brandon Brandon's Ingram, still up, he's know. now missed uh, 12 consecutive games uh, with a sore toe. Uh, you got a belt to run. Uh, that toe needs to heal fast. But look at five Pelicans scored in double figures. And, Mike, like you say, uh, McCollum had 40 points a season high. The first time he hit that mark. I want to say with the Trailblazers, he already scored 50 points in a game. Uh, but it was important that it ended the losing streak at four games and improving the overall record for the Pels now at 19 to 12. And we all know you got to end those kids, whether it's positive or negative. Uh, you know, you want to continue and it's positive, but it's negative. Ending the four-game skid uh, and the Pelicans, you know, you think like, come on, we got to turn this around. But this is when they set the tone. When they had struggled with their four-game skid, uh, they had problems from the defensive perspective, the defensive side of things uh, as far as getting stops. Well, in the first quarter, the Pels held San Antonio to 17 points. Well, I'll say, well, you got to build up on that, and that's what they did. Coming out on top, like I said, 126 to 117. Uh, New Orleans ended up shooting 13 of 34 from three-point territory. Uh, McCullough made seven of those. Uh, Mike, he had a fourth quarter to close out the game. He put it upon his shoulders. He had 19 points in the fourth quarter. Because, yeah, man, uh, the, the Spurs made a little run at it. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> they and, made a little run and, and, at and the end. McCullum uh, stepped up big in the fourth quarter. Now, last season, if you look at the Pels at this time, uh, or, you know, like who's available, who's not playing. Uh, the Pels went uh, without Zion last year. They were 7-20, and 20, okay, uh, without uh, Zion Williamson. And then Ingram uh, were both out of the lineup. But then, so you look at this season right now compared to when you don't have Zion or B.I. available. This season uh, they are 4-2 and two, uh, without Zion. And uh, they're 11-6 and six when Ingram has been sidelined. So it just shows you the depth of the team and how good the team is. Yeah. Man, that, I've, I've heard people be critical of, of McCollum. My thing is, he sort of admitted to, to Jen. He's kind of a street shooter yeah. sometimes, but he's such a great leader. Yeah. But he, he admitted to Jen last night he was coming off of COVID and that he still has a cough okay. from it. So, okay, when you start being critical of a player, you don't know sometimes all the pieces of the puzzle. Oh, with that. Well, Bob, he still has a cough, and he's scoring 40 points. Uh, I mean, mm. Was he a long hauler or whatever? But he's still productive. <laughs> he's still productive. So, uh, so if you're still dealing uh, with ramifications 
with a cough mm. and you score 40, he needs to keep coughing and keep <laughs> scoring 40. And that's how I look at it. Yeah, Bob, you come up with a solution for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, if he scores 40, he can cough as much as he wants. <laughs> we'll be back with more here from the fans and the pros on Veterans Boulevard at Rouse's. We'll be right back, and we'll have Blake Rafino to talk about LSU's announcement of seven transfer players coming to Baton Rouge. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. It's a special edition of WWL's Fans and the Pro Live at Rouse's Markets. 2,900 veterans brought to you by Coca-Cola Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints. And for all your holiday parties, hey, you got to come here to Rouse's Markets. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, Mr. Blake Rafino, who hasn't done anything all week long, squat. Uh, he's just doing honeydews at the house. <laughs> Nothing's happening with the, the LSU Tigers. And uh, uh, Brian kind of um, let the cat out the bag on signing day. Ah, I'm not uh, announcing those transfer players until Friday. And, and Blake, it, it came in uh, with the seven guys and, and two um, certainly at a position of need at that cornerback spot. And one of them, man, I, I saw him play a lot. Blake, I think he's a hell of a player. I know you know a little bit about it because uh, I know you know a little bit about that Southeastern program, uh, Zai Alexander. Yeah. Well, first off, Mike, don't tell my wife I'm not doing anything because, you know, I feel like I'm done with the honeydews for the week, you know, so we're going to keep that <laughs> on the DL. But, yeah, Zai Alexander, tall corner, can move. Um, really run. I, I mean, he's had some really incredible interceptions, some really incredible catches. Um, is a willing tackler, or actually a really willing tackler. You know, when he when he stepped up in, in competition, I, I thought fared extremely well. You know, when they played Oklahoma State and, and things like that. I mean, he's a two-time first-team Southland Conference player. Probably should have been the Southland Conference Defensive Player of the Year. Had two pick sixes. And, and Mike, the truth was, when they got in the playoffs, uh, he has he had one target that was thrown at him that was you know basically just a throwaway. So teams as the season went on stopped throwing at him. But I think for me, which is more inside, just knowing him, the height might with the speed for a corner doesn't normally go like that way. But this kid, this kid's got some really good speed. I think he's in your sub four four category. Um, so a really really good athlete. Also, too, uh, I hate to admit this. When I saw him in uh, high school, he was playing quarterback because he was he was an athlete. He played all over the board. He was a quarterback or receiver. He played some DB, but man, he's a really good athlete and his ability to plant and drive to the football. 
Uh, that's what jumped out at me on a tape of watching Zai. Uh, one, he's, he's a big guy. And secondly, that plant and drive to the football, he's got good ball skills, nine interceptions the last two years for the Lions. Uh, a little bit about Denver Harris. Uh, last year, he's one of the top five cornerbacks in the country. Started a few games for A&M. Uh, like a lot of 18, 19-year-olds, get yourself in trouble. Uh, then he got brought back down to earth uh, uh, <laughs> real quick. And, and, and not landing Desmond Ricks. And we talked about this the, the night before. I said, man, listen, if I got money, I know who I'm betting it on. I'm betting it on Alabama because I didn't seen this before. Yeah. I saw it with Patrick Sertan the exact same way. <clears throat> but a little bit on Denver Harris. And that, to me, is not about talent. It's about mental discipline and understanding, okay, you're talented. You're going to get a second chance in life. But you got to understand that this position is wide open, and you can be a starter year one at LSU. They're gonna ha- he's going to have to be. And, and Mike, he, he, you know, stuff off the field decide the kid can really play. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, he's going to have to start. I mean, he's going to have to play. I mean, I don't know un- unless they go get you know the the Cypress kid from Virginia. Who I know that who's in the transfer portal, who who they're still looking at. Both of these guys are going to have to. It, Mike, if they don't start, it's going to be a lot like last year. I mean, either you're starting Makai Garner or, or Colby Richardson or and Jared Bernard Converse. Those guys are still going to have to rotate on the outside. So Denver gives you that you know that option uh, uh, with this year too. So I mean, he's he's a really good corner, one of the best corners that we had last year. I mean, what's funny, Mike is. 247 Sports had Denver Harris, the number 23 overall prospect last year. Desmond Ricks, the number 23 overall prospect this year. So, I, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say missing out on, on, on Desmond Ricks isn't a big deal, but it's not like you're, you're you know, when, when Denver is coming, I mean, you're replacing him with a really good DB as well. So, I, I, I think it makes the fan base a little bit more easy because now you have Denver Harris here. And then the recruitment was really public uh, when Brian Kelly took over. And it was good that, you know, Robert Steeples and him were able to do what it, you know, were able to bring him in. I know that he had a conversation with Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly was the one that, you know, asserted all things in this. And so hopefully, and I'm pretty sure they have a plan in place to help Denver and build along Brian Kelly's culture. Now, uh, Blake, uh, you know, fans look at this. They look at three-star, four-star, five-star. That's just, you know, what they're rated coming out of high school. I'm looking, at, and LSU's got an offensive tackle in each category. I'm familiar with Buford, Georgia, uh, because of Great Atlanta Christian, where T-Bob played. That was their rival team. And the same, I mean, the Saints. LSU has always had Buford players, whether it's a deep snapper or whatever. Uh, Paul uh, Mubenga. Uh, he's 6'4", 291. Mm-hmm. He's a three-star. I'm looking at uh, also you had uh, from Conyers, Georgia, uh, Landon Academy, DJ Chester. And then you got a four-star, uh, and then also Tyree Adams from St. Aug. But the question I have, then you look at a five-star like Zalance uh, Hurd from Neville, uh, 6'6", basically 310 pounds. And look at the success they had where, uh, look, just throw them out there top-rated tackles and starting off as true freshmen. Could you see a scenario like a Zalens Hurd, considering maybe expectations, being a five-star, that, okay, you might be a tackle, but then uh, you, maybe you could play earlier at guard? What, what is your take on that 
on the depth of the offensive line and, and the prospects and how they were able to, look, have a right and a left tackle. And look how young. he just out of high school and they starting. And he don't look like no regular 18-year-old. Right. I will be honest no, with you. You see him. It's like, it, it, Mike, it's like, you know, the, his birth certificate was written in crayon. I'm 17. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I mean, it's yeah. not no normal birth certificate. Uh, but I, I don't know how y'all feel, but I think that Emory Jones needs to kick in the guard. And now that you have a guy that can really play tackle, I don't know – you know, Brian Kelly made a joke that Zalant said, Coach, I'm coming to play left tackle, tell Will to move. Now, I don't think he's going to do that, but I think you do have a, a whole Playing right tackle. Yeah, I right? agree. So, you, you, you know, so if he can come in and play right tackle, I, I think you really do sure if you're offensive line. So, I, I don't know if that's what they'll do, but, I mean, the writing's on the wall. If the kid can play, I really think that you should try him out there because he's big, he's strong. He's got really good footwork. His pad level was something when I talked to him about six months ago that, you know, or before the season, I said, look, you just got to get your pad level down. That's the only thing that I saw. And he, he really worked on it. I mean, it's something that he's been focusing on. And, and I, I think, if you know, what's crazy here is if you have a situation where you have Will Campbell, Miles Frazier, or Bradford, Turner, or Fitzgerald West, who I still think is the best center on that team, Emory Jones and then Zalantar, guys, now you're cooking with grease, right? Like, that's a pretty serious offensive line. So, I, I, I think that they, they are starting to turn the page a little bit up front. DJ Chester is somebody interesting to me. I mean, his dad's from Hammond. His dad played in the league. So, when I watched him, I thought he reminded me, maybe with the hair, I don't know, a lot of Damian Lewis, you know, a lot of the upper body strength that, that DJ Chester has right now. So, I think they've had a really good uh, uh, class of offensive linemen. But Zalantar, for me, I mean, you got an opening at right tackle. Go take it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I did a segment this morning we taped for the Armed Forces Radio Network. And um, one of the people there uh, that's doing it from Germany is actually from Monroe. And they were asking me, well, what's going to happen? He he wants to start at left tackle. I said, well, here's my kick to it. Uh, You keep Campbell at left, you let Hurd play right, and you you move Emory Jones inside. I mean, uh, that's right off the top of my head. So you and I are on the same boat there. Uh, With some more scholarships left, where do you think they'll go with this? They've seemingly uh, added some beef up front with uh, Jalen Lee and then today Jordan Jefferson who last year, uh, man, for an interior player, nine and a half tackles for losses, three sacks, that you're getting some production there. Um, where do you mm-hmm. think they go with those uh, final scholarships? Or do you think maybe they wait until the second wave? Like after spring ball? After spring ball to maybe kind of look at the roster a little bit differently uh, at that stage because you're going to lose some people. I think that they – well, I don't think they wait for DB. Because, I mean, Mike, let's just call it what it is. I feel like they, they have a situation where they might throw as many as much mud on the wall and see what sticks, right? Um, especially if, like, the kid, the, kid, the uh, I forget his first name, but the Cypress kid from Virginia, I know that, you know, a lot of people have offered him. Alabama's offered him. LSU's offered him. LSU's going to have a visit with him. Uh, I think January the 9th, maybe, is, if I remember correctly, um, so maybe I would say I would say defensively, definitely at DB. But I, I will say this, Mike. I think they're still looking for another pass rusher. Okay, a guy that could really just maybe be a tweener. 
Uh, and I don't know if they're going to do that in the portal or they're going to do that in a, a situation where, you know, Nicholas Harbor's still out there now. And I've just kind of been told that, listen, if there's, a high, there's only one high school guy that we really want that's right on the board right now, well, now you're going to have a, a defensive full-court press. I know that Matt House and Jamar Kane are going to go home with him, and then he's going to come back. So uh, he's going to come for an official visit. And I was even told that Brian Kelly might intend that, that in-home because they want him that much. So that go ahead. I mean, Mike, if, yeah, let's just be real. Now, if they, if they feel like they've got their defensive line, why are they telling people they're putting a full-court press for Nick Hart? Now, I know why, because he's that talented. But at the same time, like, I don't think I've ever heard a Kelly staff talk about something like that in, in a little bit over a year. So I, I think that that might just be to sure up the defense. And Brian Kelly talked about that in the press conference. Like, look, guys, defense, we need depth. I'm interested, though, about linebacker, because they didn't really add any starting key pieces right now. It tells me one or two things. Either they believe Demario Tolan can move inside and really wreak havoc, or they know something that we don't. Blake, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate yes, it. It was short notice, but, man, you're always great with us, brother, and we really appreciate it. Thanks, Blake. No, anytime, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Same you to you, too. Blake. Uh, take care of the kitty. Uh, don't let him hide that phone again. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I got grandkids, so I know. Blake Rafino always does a great job with us, Are You Serious Network, and uh, covering the LSU Tigers. We'll be back with more of Sports Talk and the fans and the pro live at Rouse's Markets right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here on the fans and the pro. It's a special edition live at Rouse's Markets, 2,900 veterans. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints for all your holiday needs. And, man, listen, holiday parties, no better place to shop than right here at Rouse's. On our Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, live and direct from Cleveland, Mr. Mike Haas. Okay, Haas, you got the long underwear on or what, brother? Break it to us. Yeah, but I'm looking right at it, baby. You can come in my room and take some things, but you ain't taking that. No, no, no. no I, I, I'd guard that, brother. Uh, and, uh, and, that's where it goes. And, and the horse, I got a question for you. Okay, I hear Deuce. I said, man, Deuce doing the Independence Bowl between <laughs> UL and Houston. So what, he's going to go Shreveport to Dallas to Cleveland? I mean, hopefully the airports are open. Uh, I know you got to be thinking your right-hand man, you, you want Deuce there. And um, so, so what is what is your take? Are you, you going to have enough uh, uh, underwear or, or, or just heater in that uh, press box? What is the, did you scout out uh, the press box situation with Cleveland? Because I, I don't want de- I don't want Deuce's uh, teeth chattering. Uh, Either that or a hypothermia, one of the two. I've got a second bag of goodies here for Deuce: heaters, all kinds of stuff. So he, he, you know, I told him. When we first started two years ago and he was doing SEC, I said, brother, you're the best, man. I love you. But you can you can do a lot of things. You can just never leave me alone. I don't care what you do. Stay and leave me alone. And <laughs> yeah, you know, come on, dude. Rain, snow, or shine. You have to be like the postal service. Deuce has to show up. <laughs> oh, he'll be there. He'll be there. And I'll tell you what. So Robert uh, Carroll went to the booth last night <laughs> to get everything set up. So it's a fantastic booth. Big. They've got windows, obviously, that you can shut and leave open. And I was talking to Jerry Sandusky. Baltimore played in here last week. He's the Baltimore play-by-play guy. <laughs> and he was like, 
man, it's really wild. And he's been here before because it's amazing how how the wind swirls in here. And I was thinking to myself, you didn't, you didn't even have wind in your game compared to what we're going to have. So I can't imagine. The wind is unfathomable right now. It's, but, it's you know, stronger it, it, than it, it was when I was outside probably three hours. Well, and, and, you know, Hoss, it might be a challenge. Let's say you get in the end zone. It might be an adventure just to kick an extra point. You know, you think like field goals, like, oh, you don't go for a 40-yard field goal. You go for it on fourth down. Uh, that'll be a decision by Dennis Allen. I want to see uh, the kickoff. But, but wait, yeah, it could uh, <laughs> punt, punt, uh, what you punting with the win or, or, or not. Or uh, Now, think about a gust. If you have a gust, that, now you could have the strongest arm. You could be Josh Allen, whatever, and you have a gust of 40-plus miles an hour, uh, you could be off target, to say the least. Uh, you, you don't right. remember a hoss. Now, you remember the game, well, I think it was the, uh, the Bills and the Patriots last year, or even Belichick. I think they threw the ball three times the whole game. Four. Four. Was it four? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, think about that. Now, this has to be a Taysom game, huh? Yeah, it got to be. I like, touch it. What, what, what is your take on that, Hoss? I think very much so. I think, I mean, this, you talk about winning the battle in the trenches. It's important everybody in trouble. Because you're right, I talked to Coach Allen this afternoon about that. I mean, the field conditions, rain, and that stuff, that, that doesn't rarely impact your play calling. But this win will impact, do we punt? Do we go for it? Do we go for two on extra points? Do we kick the extra point? This wind is going to be a, a factor no matter what happens with the snow outside. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not deep or anything. They'll get the field cleaned off. So, But the wind is apparently is going to be staying around. That is going to change things. So you're right. You know, they've got – they came in with very light wide receiver-wise, uh, you know, made some roster moves today, but you're going to have Eno Benjamin, you're going to have uh, Kamara and Johnson and Prentice, and you're going to have to and, – and Taysom, you're right. It needs to be – keep that ball, run that ball, and somehow – Kirk played yeah. a lot of running back in high school. Yeah, Kirk Merritt, come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Kirk, hey, uh, you can't play receiver this week. Uh, you got to play running back, Kirk. And, and now, now, Hoss, how about this? Uh, to me, uh, and I find this kind of comical because, you know uh, – you know, where did you play? Now, uh, Andy Dalton, for instance, he, you know, a Texan that played at TCU in Fort Worth, but these were the Cincinnati Bengals, AFC North. And I thought this was interesting, uh, uh, kind of comical. Um, uh, the, the question the media's always asked, oh, Andy, what are you going to do with the cold? What do you do with the cold? He goes, you know, it's funny. Uh, when you play in the AFC North for so long, come on, he's with Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati, Baltimore. He said, you play in the AFC North for so long, and you also, he's comparing it to the NFC North because it's the same animal, <laughs> AFC, NFC North. It's like uh, you don't get asked any questions about the cold ever from the media. They never. <laughs> he goes, all of a sudden, I come down here, and everybody's asking me about the cold like it, almost every other question. And he's like, they never asked me this when I was like the leader for years uh, with the Bengals. So uh, th- that's one thing. It's not like, oh, like Jameis, who's from Florida State, Tampa Bay in the South. Uh, no, I wouldn't want even Andy Dalton more because he's played in more of these type of games. But even Andy Dalton said this. And I can tell you, people, it's cold. I, I play in extreme cold games. And the football is different. It's more like a brick. But it's the freaking win. I'm telling you, you think you can follow through uh, and, and you uh, follow through and you throw in a nice spiral and that gust of wind catches it? 
Wank, 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 wank. Oh, it's going to ground. All of a sudden, damn, I thought I had a completion. I just threw a pick. No, that's what you could not control. A lot of times the fans will be like, man, he threw it right to him. He goes, no, I wasn't trying to do that. That's where the wind took it. The other thing, too, is tackling. Man, you get hit a couple times in those type temperatures, and your, your body don't feel too good, well, you know, that, when you get slammed down to that turf. Yeah, yeah Mike, that's it. Slam down. Slam, because that's head, like cement. And when your head bangs off the ground, that's so much. You can get the crap knocked out of you, like hit hard, but it's how you land. If, you, if your head lands hard on that frozen ground, that's when, like, oh, that's when you get concussed. <laughs> no, not yep. that. So it, it'll be interesting to see yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Mind over matter on this one. Yeah, so I, also, think, I know we, yeah. we didn't ask the question, just comment. About yeah, it's saying. more on the comments than <laughs> yeah. the question. Yeah. I mean, with Andy well, and all, yeah. I was with Andy, and he was asked, you know, he was right. He goes, I can't remember any one game because, you know, they were all cold in the NFC North. Well, guess what? When we talk to Andy tomorrow or we talk to Andy next week, he is going to say, I will always remember this game because I ain't never seen anything like it. Not not with this wind and, you know, feels like temperature at minus 10 uh, at kickoff and it's going to get colder. I just don't – this is a different animal altogether. This is a blizzard right now uh, because of the wind and but the Hoss, visibility. Hey, but, Hoss, I can, tell you, I, I can tell you this. I can tell you this, Hoss. From an entertainment standpoint, I think all these NFL cities that are dealing with inclement weather, I think it's intriguing – and the fans want to see this is like ice bowl, old school football. Who is going to weather the storm? There's a certain element of people that they like that hey, part uh, of it. It, it. it might be an ugly game, game. Yep. but they just want to see how uh, it's going to freak out the players or, or, or what's going to happen. And they're in the comfort of that living room. Yeah, all yeah, warm. They're, they're, they're all warm, <laughs> and they all watch it with their friends, having their favorite beverage. And boy, boy, did you, did you see that? And uh, man, why didn't he hold on to that ball just because his head got slammed against that? I mean, I was no, a high and, school and player. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I, I told my wife JoJo, I said, "Man, it's, man, it's gonna be uh, freaking cold." And you know, I thought she might have more sympathy. You know what she said? Man, if I was getting paid millions, come on, you got to play. What? Uh, JoJo here. told you that? Oh, she say, she's stepping up. She goes, what? I don't feel sorry for those players. They're getting paid millions of dollars. You got to go out there and play it. And then I said, Joe, you know what? I agree with you. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Come on, that's your Joe, job. Joe, I didn't think that'd come out of your mouth, no, I'll be that, honest. That, that, I thought it'd come out your husband's mouth, but not yours. No, no, she, she checked me. She goes, what? <laughs> Man, they're getting paid all millions of dollars. Hell yeah, we want to see them play. They got to go out there and win. Man, she's like a coach. <laughs> Hoss, All right, Hoss. <laughs> thanks so much, Hoss. Listen, uh, stay warm, buddy, and uh, take care of yourself. Hey, man, we'll be great. It's going to be a big one tomorrow. It will be entertaining to watch. i got to believe that game is going to be entertaining to watch. So uh, just get out of here with a victory any way possible. Yes. All right, Hoss. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, bud. Right, you take care. We'll be back with more of WWL's Fans in the Pro live at Rouse's Markets, 2,900 veterans. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, Shop Rouse's. We'll be back with more of Fans in the Pro right after this break on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in hour number two with the Fans in the Pro live at Rouse's Markets on Veterans. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Uh, we're going to go to back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line. We're going to go to Hollywood and Thibodeau. Hollywood, before you come on, Bobby and I want to wish you happy birthday, brother. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Bobby. How y'all doing? We're doing good. Hey, Hollywood, Hollywood, what you got, brother? What you doing hey, for Merry Christmas? Christmas. You, you hanging out at Thibodeau? Uh, 
Well, no, I'm, I'm staying at Thibodeau, but the day after Christmas, I'm going to Tampa, Florida. I, I got to get out of this cold weather, too cold for Woody, you know? <laughs> but You uh, can't go too far in the south. Come on, you're hey, in Thibodeau. Hey, so, wait, you're going from Thibodeau to Tampa. What, uh, man, you, man, you must be rolling. You got big money, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, you can't so take you, the money with you. You just want to spend it somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. Just like so, uh, so what's up, Hollywood? Yeah, Bob, I want to know why the Saints can't make a third and one or a fourth one. Why are they having trouble? Why did they just don't get the ball at Tampa and just get the inch or just have a quarterback? Because I think I can tell you what I think. The uh, offensive uh, line is yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the, the interior. That would be uh, – now, McCoy looks like he's coming back, but Cesar Ruiz is not playing. He's going with Throgmorton and Andrew Speed. That I think that, to me – I still think Taysom Hill could pick and choose his hole if you got a foot, whatever, to go for it. But uh, it seems like, I don't know, when Jari Evans and Carl Nix and uh, we had Max Unger, we never had that problem. (laughs) We'd always get the first down. So that's why uh, play calling that comes into consideration when you look at the interior line. When you have like 31 or 31 and a half, Instead, whenever you got to trick people, that's not a good thing. You want a belt even though they know you're running belt to run over them. Happy birthday, Hollywood. We'll be back with more of the fans and the pro at Rouse's Markets on Veterans right after this news break on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 